When you are bold enough to step off in faith, to jump, that is when you'll soar. Steve Harvey. This is Life in Perspective, Episode 6, Soar. <laughs> Let's get it. episode six soar guys i'm super excited to be back with you again thank you for tuning in if this is your first time listening you gotta go back to episode one and meet us back here next week because you don't want to miss anything that God has for you. If you've been tuning in and you are officially family, welcome back. We have learned that sometimes everything changes, but we are not dying in our broken places. We have learned thus far to just let go and let flow, but we've also taken in the thought that sometimes we need a moment, but once we bounce back, we got to catch these views. But God's view, that is, we are learning that only God's perspective will help us succeed in life and ultimately allow us the ability to soar. But before you soar, you got to take the jump. And that is what we are talking about this week. Guys, this has been an amazing journey that we have been on, but we got to talk about how we even got to this journey. And I think that's definitely taking the jump that allows us to soar. And it's funny because I think once we take the jump, like once we take that leap of faith, we think that we're done. We're like, oh, okay, we cruising. And what I have learned over and over again is that life always presents an opportunity to jump. And so I wanted to talk about this week with us what I learned about the process to soaring, right? I think that the best example to use would be the leap that I took to move here to LA. Um, I know for me, it was just really important that I didn't allow um, my circumstances or um, the situation that I was in to push me into something that God wasn't in. And I think um, the move to LA was definitely, although the timing of it wasn't maybe the best or could seem like there were other reasons that I came here, I think it was it was such a God move. I remember visiting LA back in May of 2018. And when I visited, I really didn't have any intentions on moving. I had a friend, a very close friend that had recently moved maybe like a year and a half prior to me visiting and I just was trying to get away like you know get some air enjoy one of my favorite places but moving to LA was definitely not on my radar um and I remember being able to go to like a bible study that my friend was hosting and I got to meet like all of these amazing people and I was only supposed to stay a week. I ended up staying two weeks. Um, that was actually my first time I got to visit one LA and actually PT, Pastor Teray, preached a message that literally changed my life. It was the name of the first podcast was the title of the sermon that PT preached, which was When Everything Changes. And I remember that message like it was yesterday. I cried the entire service. And now that is my current church home. Like I serve and attend there and I love everything about it. Um, But I digress. A little plug from a church. One church, LA, um, the Potter's House at one LA and Denver is actually the name of the church. Um, But yeah, like I I got to meet a lot of people. And there's this one guy, we are very great friends now. He's my brother. He kept saying over and over like, man, sis, like when you gonna move? Like we need you out here. We need you out here. I'm like, no, you don't. You'll be good. And I remember maybe like a couple days before I was leaving, I had a dream about him. Like God showed me so many things about his life and I didn't really know him 
well at all. And I was like hesitant (laughs) before I shared the dream and God like started to show me him. And then I started to understand the dream and be able to like put language to it. And so I shared it with him. And literally that was like almost two years ago. And no, it was two years ago. And he is literally living majority of the things that God showed me in the in that dream and so he kept saying like before I left he was like yo can you pray for me I'm like sure like you got a prayer request (laughs) he like no like whatever God you know whatever God is showing you like or whatever he wants you to pray like that's what I want like I just want to receive and it was so crazy because that was like the start of God showing me that this is where I was supposed to be right so it was not necessarily specifically for that young man but I think it was God's way of showing me that there was something on the inside of me that people people in LA that I would encounter needed from me. And so what I would venture to say, even when I went back home, it still wasn't like settled that I was moving to LA. I was still fighting it. (laughs) Although since like I graduated from um, grad school, I always wanted to move to LA, but kind of like settled and maybe that wasn't a part of the plan. And so when it started to like actualize and like maybe really become an option, I was like, absolutely not. It's just not where I want. It's not what I want to do. It's not where I want to be. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't a part of my plans at that moment. But then even when I came back, like God would use random people, like people I didn't even know. They were like, oh, you're moving to California. Like you're leaving us soon. Like it was so crazy how God started to like line words up to confirm that that's what he was saying, because I I remember being on the plane, coming back to Chicago from LA. And I'm like, God, if this is really what you're saying, like, if this is what you want me to do, like, I need you to show me because I didn't want my feelings and my emotions and all that I had going on at the time to be the determining factor of me moving my life or like taking the leap. Like, I didn't want the leap to be rooted in, you know, whatever I had going on. And so for me, And I guess if I had to give the first step to taking the jump so that you can soar is definitely having a word from God. Like there is nothing that I do in my life that I don't consult God with. Like, and when I say consult, I don't mean like me taking, sometimes it's me taking my plans, but more so like listening to what his plan is. There's a scripture in Proverbs, I think it's Proverbs, and it says, uh, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, acknowledge him in all your ways and he'll direct your path. And then there's another scripture that says the righteous man's steps are ordered by God. Those two scriptures are literally scriptures. They are like my mantras. Like they are the, the scriptures that I live by because, um, in life, when it comes to like plans and purpose, we oftentimes try to, lean on our own understanding of what we think God wants us to do. We start to like rest in like, oh, I got this. Like I got it all planned out. And I think that that's why the move to LA didn't happen when I thought it was going to happen because it was my plan. And literally my plans started to fall apart. And I was like, oh, this probably not the move. (laughs) Like this ain't it. And so I think we have to not just take what we want to do to God, actually throw it out the window. I think we have to sit and hear like, yo, God, what is it that you want me to do like what is it that you what are what is your plan for me and I think when we have a word from God that's the first step to soaring because it's like okay this is what God is saying it's like it even helps you 
kind of eliminate the fear of it because it's like if he's saying this oh I know he got me like his word doesn't return void and so if he gives you a word and he confirms it because usually prophetic words do that and when I say have a word from God I don't necessarily mean that it's always going to come from a person like God started showing me first and I believe he's the one who placed the desire for LA in my heart in the beginning I think I just took the desire and um there's this there's another scripture that says that God would give you the desires of your heart but I think we misinterpret that because we think that whatever's in my heart God's gonna give it to me but there's a scripture before that that talks about um building relationship with God and how through that relationship he'll give you the desires of your heart which actually means he will teach your heart what to desire oh I'm sorry. I really promised that I wasn't going to have these moments, but that's so good because it's like my desires should be in alignment with what his purpose and plan is for me. But none of that can happen without relationship. Even to receive a word from God, there's a certain level of relationship I have to have to be able to recognize his voice and know that it's him and not my emotions feeding what I think I want to do. And so I think that having a word from God is definitely the first step and the most important step. It's the step that gets the ball rolling. It's like, if God said this, then all right, let's go. Let's roll with it. And I know sometimes that's hard because I'm the kind of person who like, I need, <laughs> like, I need the word and I'm gonna move on the word, but I need steps. I need, I'm like, okay, Lord, uh, you said go, but where are we going? Like what I'm gonna do? Like, am I gonna have a job or do you just want me to go first? And it's like, <laughs> I need, I need steps because I need to know what's going to happen. It's a lot with this podcast. Like he'll give me a topic and then I'm like, okay, so where are we going to go with the topic? Like, what are the points? And he like, can you just, can you just turn on the microphone and start recording and let me do this? And I'm like, okay. So it's, it's still something that I'm learning to do. It's even with the podcast. He's like, release the podcast. I'm like, okay, there's a word for the podcast. What I'm going to do. The first thing I want to do is buy a microphone. And then I just trusted that all of everything else was going to work out. And sometimes we have to be able to trust and do that. Sometimes we have to go blind. Like we have to go blindly after the thing that God has given us a word for. And so I think that is the first step, right? We got to have a word from God. The second most important thing, which is, I think my one and two kind of went together was a heart check. Check your motives for everything that you are doing. Even when God gives you a word, like check the motive behind you going after the word. Because sometimes, especially on the heels of being hurt, we'll try to be successful and go after a thing to prove to the person that hurt us that we good without them. Like, (laughs) and I'm I'm just being real, y'all. Like, it's, it's what we do. It's like, even Beyonce quoted, the best revenge is your paper, right? How you get paper? Because you go after what you want, you become successful and you like, I don't even got to talk to them. And I think when, when we do that, like God's purpose should never be a reaction to someone hurting you or to a broken heart or to a broken place or to a disappointment. Like going after God's purpose should genuinely be to please him and to accomplish what he created you to do. And so I have constant heart checks. Even when I've gone after God and my heart has been in the right place, I make sure that I'm not allowing the success of the thing that has happened, um, that I'm not making it about other people. Like it's not about proving a point. It's not about petty cannot exist in purpose. <laughs> like, and it's, it's real. And I know that it's hard and it's, it's, it counters what society tells us, but petty is not a part of purpose. It actually 
prevents it, right? Because if if your goal is to prove something to the other person, then where does God fit in that? Right. Like my life is genuinely poured out to please God and to produce purpose like that's anything that I do. That's what it's about. And so I have to have consistent heart checks. I have to have consistent moments like, hey, and I'll I'll tell even tell my friends like check me like or like, let's talk about this. Like I need to check my heart like and let and let me talk out the reason behind what I'm doing. And if it doesn't point to God and pleasing him and um, accomplishing what I was created to do, then I got to check. I even have to pause because what it does is it perverts the purpose, right? It perverts the thing that it was designed to do. It's now clouded by Yo, petty. Like, I don't want petty to cloud my purpose. I don't want petty to be what people hear in the podcast. Like, that is not what this is about. This is genuinely about us putting our life in perspective. The things that we've gone through in life is helping us see them the right way so they can produce what God intended for our lives to be. And so it's just like, what? why are you doing what you're doing? Like, my move to LA should not have ever been rooted in getting away from problems or getting away from hurt. It wasn't an escape. Moving to LA had purpose written all over it. And I feel like when when something is in purpose and the motive is right, the fruit, there's fruit from it, right? I think every seed that we plant, good or bad, has fruit. When the fruit remains and when the fruit is a reflection of who God is and when the fruit is a reflection of the character of God and when the fruit is, I know that nobody made this happen but God, then you like, man, I know I'm on the right track. And so I think that our first thing is that we have a word from God and our second thing is we have a heart check. We check our motives behind everything that we do before we do anything. If it's to prove a point to a person, if it's to show off to people, If it's to make your name bigger or you want to be popular or you want to be famous or you want to get more followers on Instagram and Twitter, like, y'all, life is bigger than that. And life, (laughs) we're learning that every moment is precious. The focus of our lives should not be on people. Mine is on purpose and pleasing God. Like, and anything outside of that is not important. We got to have a heart check. The third thing is faith over feelings. Now, let me tell y'all, right? Sometimes we have this misconception that when we take, <laughs> when we take this leap of faith, when we jump, um, we tend to think that because it was a God thing, that it was going to be easy. I don't know why we think God and easy are synonymous, but they are not. Um, And I think that when that happens, there's this level of disappointment that we reach because we like, God, you told me to do this. Why is all this stuff happening? And I think we, it leads to disappointment and it gets us deep off in our feelings. Y'all, when I first moved to LA, I had some tough, some tough, (laughs) some tough times, like tough times, even with good things happening, great experiences, meeting and making new friends, tough times, tough times where I had to have some serious, tough talks, honest moments with God, like, Hey bro, I didn't ask to come here. Uh, you told me to come here and I'm just trying to figure out why things are not lining up. The Bible says, uh, I don't like the Bible says, but honestly, when you read in the Bible, <laughs> there is a part of it that said, there's a verse that says the just shall live by faith. 
It doesn't say the just shall live by feelings. I think there are two reasons that the Bible says that, right? I think there, one, it was a warning. It was, it was a precursor to life. It was to say that oftentimes life will contradict what I said, but because you are just, because you are righteous, because you are a believer, you must choose to live by faith. Meaning that no matter what the situation looks like, you have to choose my word over what you see. So I think that was the first thing. I think the second thing is that it was also a statement that just shall live by faith, which means that if it doesn't take faith, it's probably not a God thing and it's not how you should be living. We shouldn't live by doing things that don't require God in them, right? We shouldn't be doing things that we can do in our own strength because remember, we're supposed to be trusting in the Lord with all of our heart, acknowledging him in all of our ways. That means in everything that we do, we should acknowledge him and it should require him to get involved. If it doesn't, it's probably not a God thing. You probably shouldn't be doing it. And it's probably not faith. And so I think that with understanding that, because literally God gives you a word almost right after you get the word, something in life is going to contradict it. And it's going to make you think that he really didn't say it. Go back to Adam and Eve. The thing that Satan used to manipulate Eve, he said, did God really say? Did he really say? And he, the enemy has been using that same trick throughout time. Even today, God will say something and he'll go, did he really say? But when I have a relationship with him and I know his voice, I can recognize it, right? I understand consistently it will match up with what his word says. I think that we have to definitely choose faith over our feelings because there were a lot of times where it got hard. There were a lot of nights I cried because it just wasn't working out. I wasn't getting a job. I, I wasn't getting responses on jobs that I applied to. I was having interviews and never hearing back. I remember my car window got like broken. It was just weird. It was just stupid stuff. And I was running out of money. Like my parents was helping, but they was like six months in. All right, sis, it's been six months. You got to make a decision. <laughs> like some like stuff isn't shaking. And so I'm like, in that moment, we have to make the decision. God, this is what you said. I'm going to stick with it. And I'm going to stick to what it is that you've told me. And I'm going to choose my faith. I'm going to choose to respond in faith and not my feelings. And that's what we have to do. Like we take the leap of faith. And when we jump out and we go after the thing that God told us to do or the thing that he promised us, we have to, in the midst of it looking like the complete opposite, choose faith over our feelings. We can't let our feelings dictate how long we stay in the ring. Like we got to keep going. We got to keep fighting until we see what he said. And we even have to act like we already have what he said. We have to approach it from a place of like, yo, this already belongs to me. I'm just waiting on it to manifest. And I'm going to stay in this fight until I see what he says. And that applies to anything. That applies to a leap of faith. That applies to going after a dream. That applies to healing. That applies to every promise that that God has ever given us. I'm going to stay in this until I see what he said, because his word doesn't return to me void and he cannot lie. So if he said it, it has to come to pass. And so we just have to choose faith over everything. We can't allow our feelings. We, we just can't allow our feelings to get us off of what God said. We can't allow our feelings to have us forfeit God's promise and purpose for our life. And so that's what we just have to do. And so that goes into the next point. Like you got to keep going. We will get into a space where we let our feelings overtake us and we let 
our emotions get involved and we stop. We we just give up. Sometimes it's not like a give up and go back home, but we just stop trying and we get into this dark place and we get into a space. So we just like, we lose hope and we allow disappointment to obstruct our view of God and his word. We allow all these things to get in the way. It's like, there's a word that says, God will supply all of your needs and then you lose your job and then your rent is due and all of this stuff starts happening and it starts to cloud and obstruct our view of the word that God said. It's like, no, no matter what, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to choose faith over my feelings because I had a word and that's what I'm standing on in spite of what it looks like. I think the last thing is you got to bust a move, right? I think in everything that I've said today, when God gives you a word, you have to move on it. Because I know like there be like a lot of things in life and we'd be like, oh, I'm just waiting on God. Like he gonna make it happen. And he's like, what What are you talking about? You waiting on me to do what? Because I already, it's like that. Y'all ever seen that meme of NeNe Leaks? And she's like, I said what I said. It's like, that's what God is saying to us when we be like, oh, I'm just waiting on God to move. He like, I said, what I said. And the Bible says that faith without works is dead. So if we live by faith and it's dead without works, it means that none of this works without movement, right? Faith, faith doesn't stand still. So that means if the just lives by faith and faith without works is dead, Faith doesn't stand still. So we have to bust a move. Like when God gives us a word, we got to move on it immediately. Because what we do is, I'm not going to talk about y'all. I'm going to talk about myself. What I do is I will hear a clear word from God. He'll confirm it through 10 and 12 people. I'll be reading a scripture that applies to the word that he said, and I will still find a way to talk myself out of it. And we got to knock it off with that. We have to hear God and follow immediately, like whatever he says. And it could be a baby step that we have now created a giant step because we trying to apply our own knowledge to it and trying to see it through our human eyes. And the word clearly says his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. So me trying to figure out how what he said is going to come to pass is a complete waste of time. I'm going to just do like he going to say something and then I'm going to do something. It's like when he says, then I move and then I watch it happen. Like I watch it unfold. It's way easier said than done. It's a journey that I'm on currently right now today. Like I'm learning to be able to move without having all the steps. I'm learning to be able to just move when I hear him say move and trust the God that I've known him to be the God that he has consistently been. I'm trying to apply him to the situation every time he tells me to do something, every time he tells me to move. And I've seen him move like when I, it's like when I move, he moves and it creates this amazing thing. Like it goes beyond what I could have ever dreamed or imagined, even with the podcast. Like I didn't expect it to turn out to what it has turned into. Like, and I'm excited to see like where God is going to take it. And it's like, yo, with your steps, you, we just have no clue what God can do with our obedience. And so I just want us to soar. And for me, these have been the steps that I've taken continuously um, to be able to soar. It's like an eagle can't soar if it's not flying. Like, and an eagle was born to fly. We don't soar if we are not doing the thing that God created us to do. And it starts with the jump. It starts with the leap of faith. It's like, man, God, I may not be able to see your hand 
on this situation right now, but I'm going to trust your heart. I'm going to trust your character and I'm going to push it in every episode. The importance of having a personal relationship with God because obedience and trust and belief and leaps of faith, all of that becomes easier the more I know him. It's like, you know, a friend that you can rely on the more you know him. It's like, it's like my dad, y'all. If I called my dad today and there was something that I needed, I know he's going to come through. That's why he is always the first person I call whenever something happens. I'm all the way in California. My tire was flat. I call my dad. Like, <laughs> it's just, even though he's not here, he going to make it happen. He's going to tell me what I need to do to make it happen. Like, there's a trust. There's a certain level of trust that I have with him. But that comes from relationship. I've known him to always be there when something happens. When something go wrong, I know to call my dad. When I have, like something I need to talk through, I'm gonna call my mom. Like, but I know that through relationship. And so I'm gonna push that. Like none of this works. Like none of the stuff that we've been talking about, like you can't trust in a guy that you don't know. And so faith is, it seems like a really big feat because you like, oh, I don't really know him. So faith, but like, no, it starts with relationship. And so if you like Brenda, I'm listening to this and I hear you like I'm charged, but I don't even know where to start, start there. And it's as simple as, sitting down and saying, man, God, I want to get to know you and ask him to increase your your hunger and your desire to spend time with him, just like you would in any new relationship when you're getting to know someone and you guys will grow. Like, man, God, show me your voice. Um, at my church, Pastor Stephanie, and she just preached not too long ago. Um, and she said something that was so like mind blowing. She said, God wouldn't die for you not to speak to you. And that was so like practical, but so real, like a God who would die for you, who would send his son to die for you. He wants to speak to you. Believe me, we got to desire him. Like the same way that we want our dreams to come to pass, the same way we want to live in purpose. We got to, we have to desire him more than anything. Like God, if I never get the thing that is in my heart, if it never manifests, but I, I can die saying I knew you, that's it. That's enough for me. And I think when that becomes the most desirable thing, then everything else will come. Cause he's like, now I can trust you with it. And so I think over everything, this took a turn, but I think that that was really important. I think that's what God wanted to highlight is most importantly, the jump and the soaring, none of that works without first having a relationship with him and knowing him because the first step was getting a word from him. But if I don't recognize his voice, how could I hear him clearly? Whew, man, guys, this has been so, so good. I know usually I always leave you guys with the scripture. I gave you a couple of them during the episode, um, but I think the one that I would give to you is Jeremiah 29 and 11. And it just says, God says, I know the plans that I have towards you, the plans to prosper you, um, not to harm you. There's the message version says when you get serious and it talks about how seeking him and in him is where our purpose is found. And so maybe you're like, man, Brenda, I want to take the jump but I don't really know what I'm jumping after or what I'm jumping for. Our purpose and our destiny is found in him. And so I would say, start with the relationship. Start with talking to him daily. Start off with little bitty conversations and watch your relationship grow and watch your hunger and your desire to grow with him and reading the word. I love having moments with him. That is the greatest relationship in my life is actually the only one I have right now. It's okay. The Lord, he gonna, he's doing a new thing. <laughs> but I just enjoy spending time with him and I think that you will too. And so this has been Life in Perspective episode six, Soar 
and basically guys the way that we soar is in relationship with him and so i love you guys i hope that there was something said today that has put your life in perspective we'll be right back here next week this is life in perspective